Hey agency owners, it's time for a new episode of the Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. Before we get started today, I'd like to invite you to join our free Facebook group, The Creative Agency Clique. We live stream weekly trainings on tactics that will help you simplify and scale your agency. Go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash FP to join. And now for the show. everyone. In today's episode, I wanted to have a conversation about the kickoff call and get your new client set up for success. Ultimately, the decision to sign up with a new agency is really a huge moment for any client and any company. And realistically speaking, in that moment, your clients are feeling a number of things from excitement to they have nerves and anxiety. You have a huge opportunity with the excitement to really truly hit the ground running and utilize their excitement to build a great relationship and show them some great results. And they have nerves around whether they made the right decision, kind of buyer's remorse. Will this agency actually produce everything that they promised essentially in the sales process? An anxiety of, you know, am I going to be able to have the success myself? I want to make sure that I can produce the results that I'm looking for, but am I enough? Recognizing that every single client has these emotional feelings when they are going through the kickoff is extremely important really provides you with a baseline understanding of what you should be doing and how you should be able to utilize the emotional state that they're currently in to set them up for success and ultimately you for success for a long lasting client relationship to ultimately really be a true partner to them so let's talk about a couple of different phases and things that you need to be thinking about for clarity and direction and ultimately building a phenomenal relationship to that new client that you've brought on. So let's start with the team and the introductions that you have with this new client. When you have a new client being brought on, they are being introduced usually to a number of different people. And you want to make them really feel like they're being welcomed into a new community of people, ultimately your agency and its team. So you want to set up a framework around actually getting them introduced to them not only as a service provider, but ultimately as a human being as well. Building a relationship with your team, that that relationship that this new client has with your team is the foundation for the relationship that is going to be formed over the course of time of the engagement and for that scope of work. Really letting them know who they should be reaching out to and when, allowing them to build a rapport with people, knowing ultimately where they can get the support that they need throughout the engagement and making sure that ultimately your team has the right success framework and, and foundation as well. Because there's a lot of times where you have clients that are not reaching out to the right people, they're not sharing the information ultimately where they need to, and actually giving the client the framework of how it is that you work so that ultimately they're able to actually perform and actually work with your agency appropriately. So setting up the framework by which you actually introduce the team, be it in a live call or in an email with a little video perhaps, and there's lots of little creative things that you can do here with the actual introduction to the team. For example, I've seen agencies actually just send an email with a little video introducing to every single team member that's going to be assigned to that project, and then inviting them to actually schedule time to meet with them, allowing for them to actually have the human element built into their team introductions. And it's really great actually setting up a framework around for them to really get introduced ultimately to your team. 
the, the other thing that's really important here is actually really having really truly measurable goals. And as I referred to essentially as smart goals, really making sure that the client's goals are at the core of what it is that you're doing. Ultimately, that's what the client is here for is to achieve an outcome. And when you actually set it up in such a way that allows for you to really measure the success of that campaign or the success of that project under the actual guise of that end outcome, you're better off really having a specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound goal that allows for the client to understand what's going to happen and when, allowing for them to ultimately have the right expectations when working with your agency. And not having an, that attainable, measurable, and realistic is so incredibly important. And having them have the right expectation around the time frame by which that result is ultimately going to be accomplished. I mean, this realistically speaking should have been set up in the sales conversation, but reaffirming this in the kickoff is extremely, extremely important. Making sure that they have an understanding and are just brought back to the expectations that were set in that sales conversation to allow for them to ultimately really know what's going to happen. And then you want to start to get into the plan of action. So you've set, you've set up, ideally speaking, in the sales conversations, what it was that you were going to do, the SOW, the framework by which you're going to work, the approach that you have, and actually accomplishing the goals that the client's here for. But you want to remind them of that plan. So here's what step-by-step -step is going to happen along the actual approach. So here's our process by which we follow. This is important on many levels because the thing that happens a lot with clients is that ultimately they try to take control. And that control is founded in nervousness, is founded in anxiety. And that's a normal piece when actually establishing a new relationship and bringing on a new agency, someone that you've invested in to actually help you accomplish a goal. And ultimately, you want to have the client really have true buy-in to your process, allowing for them to have comfort around the way and manner in which you actually execute on that. And so reminding them how it is that you work, the way that you go about design or the way that you go about web development, the way that you go about social media strategy, making sure that you have a very clear understanding or they have a very clear understanding of exactly the process that you take. So this is the time frame that we go a little silent, allowing for us to come up with ideation, but staying ultimately in contact with the client. The thing that I know happens here so incredibly often when it comes to this disappearing aspect of a lot of agencies is that they're doing phenomenal work and they end up coming back. But the thing that ends up happening is that the client was feeling ignored throughout that time. So how do you build in some aspects of connection with the client throughout that time? Not necessarily where it needs to be a surprise connection, but you're, all, you're ultimately updating them on sort of where they are. Some of the most successful agencies that I've seen manage this are actually in a lot more of constant communication with the client, up to a fashion, ultimately speaking, allowing for the client to actually not be surprised at the point that the actual deliverables, the creative is being delivered, but allowing for the client to actually be involved in the process, seeing the creative development actually being part of it and not in a subjective manner, but just showing them the iteration that you're going through. All the things that were considered, allowing for them to really feel like they're part of the process. It's really important that you have a distinct developed process that you sell by and that you actually onboard the, the, the client by as well, really allowing for them to understand ultimately where and how you're going to interact with them. That interaction and that relationship is really bound in this process. And your success of the agency is really truly bound by this as well, because if the client's taking control, you're kind of in a situation where the client says, jump in, you say how high, 
And that's only because the client is ultimately in the controlling seat. And you need to be in a place where you are being ultimately the advisor, you're being the consultant for them, really guiding them through what it is that they're here for, remembering ultimately that you are the expert, that you're the one that knows how to help them accomplish that goal, and that they're here to actually work with you because you're the one that actually knows how to help them accomplish what they're here to accomplish and making sure that you show them the exact framework by which you actually go about it so that they try to live within your plan, within your process, so that ultimately they feel more comfortable and confident in you as an agency and ultimately will want to follow your process, follow the way that you communicate and really delivering exactly how all these things happen. The next thing that I really think is really important and gets missed very often is the concept of where relationships sort of go wrong and how clients are ultimately successful and actually talking about the challenges that clients will actually face throughout the course of this project and then letting them know where clients go wrong and how to actually establish that. So ultimately speaking, as I mentioned, clients here are here for an outcome. They want to have the result that you're here to provide and they really want to work with you in a manner of which that is going to allow for them to accomplish that. And if you give them a framework by which clients didn't have that success because they did X, Y, Z, I mean, for example, and I'm going to talk from personal experience is that I was working and actually still am working with a LinkedIn agency. And when I first started working with them, I had that natural sort of client responses that I wanted to manage the messaging. I wanted to make sure that it was true to my brand. And ultimately, for the first 60, 90 day period of time, I wasn't having the results that I expected to have. And the reason being was that I was looking to actually control the messaging a little bit too much and should have allowed the agency to actually control and actually do what it was that they do best and actually listening to them. It was kind of the idea of, you know, going to a doctor and ignoring the advice or going to a lawyer and not hearing and following what they tell you to do. It's the same thing for you. And ultimately, in my scenario, in that situation was I didn't have the success that I was looking for to begin with, because I was the one actually looking to control the opportunity for the agency in that situation was to actually tell me, you know, hey, so where clients actually go wrong is they try to do XYZ, and ultimately don't have the, the success because they do not follow our specific framework, which they had, I just wasn't aware of it. And they ultimately could have set their framework for me, and I would have been less likely to want to control it in that situation maybe not being the type of controlling person that I am, but you know, hey, that that is me as a personality type. But anyways, so the thing here that's really important is actually laying the framework by which clients are successful and not and letting these this new client know from the beginning, how that actually fully functions and making sure that they really have a clear understanding of how to work with you, and what's going to allow for them to have that success, and really get to that end outcome. The next thing that's really important is really setting the understanding of the timeline and the, the form by which that you're actually going to get things done. And this, this piece of it is so incredibly important because so often I see projects go off the rail, clients don't provide feedback in, in time, they don't understand what's actually happening. I was actually working with a client fairly recently and we had a, a mutual client. They were working on a, on a project together. And one of the things that I noticed was that the project was actually going to go over the actual deadline that they had originally set. Ultimately, that's not what the client wants. And ultimately, that's not what the agency wants, because no one wins in that scenario, right? The client wants it done by this specific timeline that they initially agreed upon. And two, the agency wants to get it done in that same timeline from a resourcing perspective, because they need to move on to the next project. 
And so it's a sort of lose-lose scenario. And one of the things that I pointed out while actually going through the conversation was that the agency that was helping the client, they were actually both clients of mine, they, I pointed out to the agency that they were not reminding our mutual client of the timeline of the deadline, because ultimately that's not the client's job and role to be reminded of every single aspect of how things needed to go in order to allow this project to go off without a hitch. So actually having, and so the framework that I went through with this client was actually showing them that as you have meetings, you actually lay out the sort of framework by which the action items from that meeting are going to happen. And then actually have the next sort of steps of who's responsible for what. The assignee for a particular task and the due date for that particular thing, making sure that you're highlighting it and even calling it out in the email when you send it out of here's the next things that need to be done. And then please reference the meeting notes to reference exactly what and how everything is going to play out for the rest of the project and making sure that you have a clear understanding and actually making sure that the client is aware of what's going to happen if that deadline is missed. So you have XYZ response, you need to get assets, you need to get feedback, you need to get whatever it is that you need to get throughout that timeline and making sure that you let them know exactly how the timeline is going to be communicated, what happens when, so that ultimately you're setting the correct expectations throughout the project. Making sure that you ultimately have alignment around the objective of this, right? Ultimately speaking, the client doesn't want it to go over. You don't want it to go over. Everyone wants the outcome. You want the client to get the success. You, the client wants to have the success and you need to set both yourself and the client up for the highest likelihood of that being able to happen. And that happens with the proper expectations of timeline, of the communication, of everything throughout the project. The, the next thing I want to make sure that happens a lot is that there tends to be a lot of lost information that happens in the onboarding process internally at the agency whereby you'll have meetings that don't include everyone, which ultimately speaking, you probably don't because it costs a lot of money to have everyone involved in every single meeting, right? It ends up multiplying. If you have two people versus four, pe four people, they're going to have double the amount of cost in execution on this project for that specific meeting. And ultimately, you want to have as few people as you possibly can, but the right number of people ultimately that's going to get what you need to get done so that you can have this project go out go and complete it without any blip, any speed bumps. And it's really important to be able to have that information transfer that happens really clearly, letting every single person know. So how is it that you actually take information from a meeting and transmit it across the team, allowing for every single person on your team to get the information that they ultimately need so that they can accomplish the goal that they're looking for and being able to actually have the information and remove any possibility of duplication of work. This is a huge problem that happens in a lot of agencies is there's a ton of duplicated work because the information doesn't actually transfer from one person in a client meeting to another. So, I mean, how do you manage this? Is it that you fill out a form during the conversation that ultimately goes into Slack or goes into your CRM that then is translated and put into your project management system? What exactly is the process to potentially utilize a transcription software that is then copied by a, a project coordinator or an admin on your team? that allows for the information to be available to everyone. Perhaps you actually record calls and actually point out here's the pieces that you need to know, but if you need to reference exactly how the client indicated it, you can go back and actually watch the conversation should it be necessary, but making sure that you're calling out the pieces of information that needs to be translated to those team members. So ultimately the client has the result, you're able to get, get the project done without a fluke 
and not actually have a ton of duplication of work. And this happens all the time. And the final thing that I wanted to hit on is the roles and responsibilities and communication standards, both on your internal team and on the client side. Ultimately, this relationship is a partnership. It means that there's certain things that your agency needs to deliver on and ultimately things that the client needs to deliver on as well. And how do you actually let them know what the responsibilities are? I, the framework that I go through with clients is actually making sure that this is established in the proposal so that it's ultimately included in the SOW so that it's called out then and then just reiterated and discussed in the kickoff call. But that if that's not something that's included right now in your proposal in, or in your SOW, make sure that you really do outline it and go through those responsibilities during the kickoff call with them. How is it that exactly what is the responsibility of the information that you need to allow for them to accomplish the goal? Making sure that they understand that not having the information reduces the likelihood of them being able to get what they're here to get, the outcome that they want, ultimately speaking. And make sure that they have a clear understanding of why you need it. And make sure that you have a very clear understanding and they have a clear understanding and creating very great and very good alignment around the way that you actually communicate and who's responsible for what. The communication piece is so incredibly important too because what happens a lot is that you have team members and clients that will communicate in one fashion versus another and it creates a ton of turmoil within agencies. So for example, I was talking with an agency client a couple of weeks ago and we were doing this information flow exercise where we were downloading and distilling how communication breakdowns happen within the organization. And one of the key things that came up here was that different clients actually communicated in different fashions. So some were sending messages in Slack, some were sending emails, some were sending text messages, some were sending correspondence in different fashions. And it was becoming very cumbersome for the team to actually distill the information. So even multiple stakeholders within the same client would actually communicate in different fashions as well, which made it very difficult because you're getting feedback in multiple different formats. Some are written, some are in Loom, some are in voice notes, some are within the actual design platform. And the team was actually starting to lose feedback, was starting to lose the communication with the client and actually letting them know exactly how it is that you're going to work. But making sure to align it to them that allows for them to know why it's important that they follow that process, why it's important that they actually do exactly as you're outlining, following those communication standards with the client, as well as how you actually reaffirm that throughout the relationship. Again, remember the client is here for an outcome. They want to accomplish what they set out to in the first place. Then you have to create alignment around how they're going to do that, allowing for you to really truly be able to get to where you want to go. It's super important to understand that alignment piece of a kickoff call. The point of it is for you to set the rules of engagement, to set the tone of the relationship, excite them, remind them of what is included and what's not. The responsibilities, the timeline, make sure that you're really going through all of these pieces in that kickoff call so that you're setting up the relationship for success. We all want to have longer term relationships with clients that ultimately have them accomplish the goal. And the way that you go about doing that is actually starting the relationship off phenomenally from the very start. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like 
too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what I'm going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls thinking, oh my gosh, I got, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell because if I don't sell, I don't make our I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char- typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2000 to 3000 Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly retainer. We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens. Boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's going to work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator program or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash apply. Thanks. And I'll see you inside the program.